everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with my husband, Daniel. Hello. Hello. And also our dog, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it was time she got a voice Mm -hmm. on the show. Anyway, uh, did I say welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend? Your tone implied it. I think you said it. I, wasn't I think really, I did too. I wasn't really listening. You know what happened to me as I was talking? All of a sudden I was like, I'm not enunciating at all. And then I decided to really enunciate. And then I was like, I wonder if they'll notice hmm. how much I'm enunciating. I don't want to like over enunciate. Uh, I'm sure they noticed. <laughs> <laughs> or I wonder if they noticed that I was under enunciating at the beginning. I felt like I was a real like, you know, Eliza Doolittle at the beginning of My Fair Lady. I don't. Do you know, um, I don't know what her name is at the beginning of Pygmalion, which sure, is- Sure, of course I, I don't. I wonder if it was Eliza Doolittle in that too. Probably. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Musicals? One of them is, yes. Do you right. know which one? My Fair Lady and Pygmalion. Yes. We had tickets to see My Fair Lady. Oh, yeah. Right before, we, we were going to go see it right before uh, and then I was the saved by uh, COVID. shutdown. Yeah, I know. So anyway, do you know the basic plot? Isn't it um, Taming of the Shrew? I don't think so. Oh, it was a wild guess. <laughs> <laughs> you said, so is that a no? Doesn't it imply that it might be, though, my fair lady? Like, she isn't, and then she becomes fair, or something like that? Wait a minute. What is Taming of the Shrew about? That's one I haven't seen. Isn't it about, like... That's Kiss Me, Kate. You're thinking of Taming of the Shrew and Kiss Me Kate. I am not thinking of Kiss Me Kate. Kiss Me Kate is a retelling of Taming of the Shrew in the same way that- Of course, there's probably multiple tamings of the shrews. Nope. Just one shrew, one taming that is also in Kiss Me Kate. You know that 10 Things I Hate About You- Oh, yeah. Is- is, It's a- If you do- It's the rhythm, the taming of the shrew, 10 Things I Hate About You. Look, I have to go poo- is also that. I don't have to have to actually, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. like a lot of things are that. A Smurf's dick is blue. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the uh-huh. original title. <laughs> and then the studio was like, this will be hard to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, that's also Taming of the Shrew? Yeah. Well, that's not My Fair Lady. 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah. It's no, not- it's not. Okay. It's different. So-, <laughs> so you do know the plot or you don't know the plot? I have no no clue. <clears throat> Not a single one. Okay. So there's this rough woman, Eliza Doolittle. And she sounds like this. Eliza Doolittle. Oh. <laughs> She's a co- she speaks Cockney. Eliza Doolittle. Oh, oh yeah. governor. Yes, like, like that. that. Now, I can't remember if there's a bet a la trading places to see if they can like turn her into a lady. That's the uh, Taming of the Shrew, isn't it? I don't. Didn't we have this? Car- I don't think so. You know what? I can, I'll look it up in a minute. But anyway, so she's just a rough English lass. And they I wanted, knew it was turning someone into a lady, though. Yeah, well, they want it's like you're not going to call it my fair lady, and then it's just about some fair lady. 
Come on. Also you, Henry Higgins. Right. So Henry Higgins is... Um, is it Henry Higgins? Yes. <laughs> Henry oh, Higgins. My ear is doing that thing that distracts me and that no one else can tell it's doing, but I have to mention because anyway. Um, so he is going to turn her into a lady. Okay. And part of it is proper elocution. So she's speaking like with a mouth of marsh. He, he puts up a... Blah, blah, blah. Like you. <laughs> For me, it's Invisalign. For her, it was marbles. Marbles in her mouth and then has her pronounce all these things. With and then, the marbles in her mouth. Yes, and at the end, they fall in love. What a delightful... Isn't that delightful so scene. cute? Now look up Taming of the Shrew. Okay. okay. What is the story of the Taming of the Shrew about? The ballad tells the story of a marriage in which the husband must tame his headstrong wife. Like Shrew... What is there? So there's something just called shrew. The story features a family with two sisters, the younger of whom is seen as mild and desirable. It's really not the same at all. Okay, and now I'll look up my fair lady. My, I, you know, it could be that my understanding of taming the shrew is off. Well, I thought that that's what it was, though. It was like she's, you know uncouth well is he like teaching her how to be a lady well whatever the 17th century version of that is i mean okay let me find plot. Is it 17th or 18th century in london professor henry higgins a scholar of phonetics believes the accent and tone of one's voice determines a person's prospects in society at the covent garden fruit and vegetable market one evening he meets colonel hugh pickering himself a phonetics expert who has come from india to see him higgins boasts he could teach even eliza doolittle the young flower seller woman with a strong cockney accent to speak so well he could pass her off as a duchess at an embassy ball oh, so, oh, so it is like trading places it's like rich people playing treating poor people like they're pawns what's the famous song from this one wouldn't it be loverly oh. uh, <laughs> i mean that is one of the songs i'm not gonna sit here and say that, Just co- you wait. that covid was a blessing oh the rain in spain i'm not gonna say that it was a good thing but hang on. It wasn't the worst. Here we oh, go. I'm... Just you wait in me again. Just you wait. You'll be sorry, but your tears will be too light. You'll be broke and all that money. Will I help you, Dandy? Funny. Just you wait in me again. Just you wait. Just you wait in me again's till you're sick. And you screams to fetch your doctor. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we have. You know what I like about that song? Mm-hmm. What? It reminds me of a different thing. And that I, what's that, is, that? That I do like. What is that? Sweeney Todd. Oh. Um, the, I had that song, The Rain in Spain, in my head just days ago. Really? And and now we're and was thinking how much I hate that song. I know it's it's not a good one, which is why we have to hear it. Oh no! The rain <laughs> in Spain stays God, mainly in the plain. I can't. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. 
God's sake, Higgins, it must be three o'clock oh, in the morning. Do be reasonable. I am always reasonable. Eliza. Even they're bored. <laughs> they are. They're so tired of this. Did you hear that sigh? That was like a five second <laughs> They're all sigh. like holding hot water bottles over their head. They're really tired because it's two or three in the morning or whatever. I know your headaches. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to something that is so interesting. It is like going to electrocute you with Isn't interest. it the end of the show already? Didn't that take an hour? Mm-hmm. I was just going to sit back and let it play, and then I was like, wait a minute. You're the hosting a show. The plane falls mainly on the Oh, planes. yeah. We didn't even get to that part. Let's just get to the good part. The plainly planes are plainly in. In Spain. Is this her getting her diction right? Mm-hmm. She just got it. In the plane. What was that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, come on. By George, you've the got pace. it. Well, it's, it's a dramatic moment. I mean, she's stunned. Rain the, all those fucking marbles made a difference. Because she couldn't say these words before. No, I don't know what she sounded like at the in beginning. In the plane. Okay, let's... Do they have two... Well, how did she say it before? Well, I know that's important. Hang on. I just want to... Just... Okay, let's hear how she yeah. said How did she say it at the beginning? Oops, I muted it. I don't know how she said it. It's going to take too long to see. So anyway, let's... Yeah, I don't do that to me again. It's not just you I did it to. It's the entire audience. No, I'm channeling three quarters, Three quarters of which have are no longer listening. Guys, don't give up on me. I've had a rough week. Anyway, and I'll get to my rough week, but okay. Daniel, yep. here, I have a topic. It's even been, wrote it down on this piece of paper. Unbelievable. It's so exciting. Is this something I know about already? You're going to shoot... It on me? Are you springing it on me? You, if you think about it, you would know it because I hinted at it before we started. It is so exciting. You're going to sh- sit right up. You're going to say howdy and you're going to shoot out of the chair and you're going to bang your head on the ceiling. Okay. So I know for sure this will not be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you doubt me so much? I just know you well enough. You're going to sit up. Yeah. Tall. Are we going to talk about celery or something? <laughs> no, we're going to talk about what the word stuffy means as yes. it relates to right. the room. Right. Okay, right. because you walked in here and you said it's stuffy in here yeah. and you mm-hmm. wanted to open up the windows. And I flash back to Jeff Fox saying it felt stuffy in here too. Right. Now, what is the difference between stuffy and just hot? Because you said, don't you know what stale air feels like? And I said, no. Is there... Have you ever walked into a room that's hot and not thought it feels stuffy? I mean, I guess if you're yeah. in Palm Springs outside. Yeah. Is that the hot difference? Hot and not stuffy. When? <laughs> I have to check my calendar. I think I wrote it down. What did it- Wait, I, no- I did note it because I was like, today, this. What is it? Ex- I don't, I cannot, other than like being in the bed with my heat pad on, I don't find that stuffy. I don't understand the difference between walking into a room and it being hot and walking into a room and it being stuffy. Mm, okay. Well, I would that like sounds to un- like a you problem. I would, like to- <laughs> I would like to understand. I don't know that I can explain it. So, But you're that's sure fine. that's real? I mean, uh, I think it's real. I definitely, there's a qualitative difference in my mind. Uh, Can you imagine? I don't know what causes it. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Like, what why. is the difference? What is the qualitative difference? I don't know that I can describe it. 
it's like it it's like a uh i don't know if it's a smell or mm, if it's a now we're getting somewhere if it's just uh there's a lack of um enough maybe it's like a lack of enough oxygen in the air or something like i'm not sure what it is but it just yeah it's not like when you go outside and you get that fresh air and you take a deep breath, it's a whole different thing, even if it's hot. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking about an indoor room, which is always what a room is. Uh, but if it's an indoor room with, that's getting circulation and it's hot, it's going to be different than an indoor room that it doesn't have circulation and is hot. I see. Excuse me. So it has to do with feeling like the movement of air, like a waft. You could get a hot waft. No. You don't no. have to feel the movement of the air. I think you do. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Tell me what I feel. <laughs> I'll just go sit ahead. back. Keep... I'll just sit back and you can tell me. You, I tell you what. I am ask this, your question I am, and then answer for me. That's cool. I am this close to trying to find out how she sounded when she said the rain in Spain at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Before her elocution lessons. Why don't you do it and tighten it up so we don't have to wait for you to find it? Okay, great. Tony, tighten this up. I know you're tired. I know you're... You can. You know what I just realized? (laughs) God, these long pauses. You know what I just realized? We're not going to find it because this song starts with them having done the rain in Spain like over and over and over. And now this is why they're all like tired. And one of them has a hot water bottle on his head and she has a headache. And the other one's like sleeping under a newspaper. So lost cause until. Right. So this, this clip is not going to show what we're looking for. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, it was a different time. My fair lady. It was 1964. Right. But also, you know, took place before then. It's so weird how, like, so much cultural product from that period feels naive, but they weren't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you look back on it and it just seems so, like, childlike. Well, it and- was actually, so Pygmalion was written by George Bernard Shaw in, I want to say, the 1800s, but I could be wrong. Let's look that up. Why are we talking about that? Uh, let's see here. Pygmalion, play by George Bernard Shaw. I'm looking for a year, 1913. So I'm, oh, I'm wrong. God, now I know what, what you feel like What does that have like to do the with the other thing? You said it was a simpler time. No, you I said, said it so feels much, like, so many things feel simpler. When it's like, right. But actually it was 1913 is the actual, the, the story that it's based on is from 1913. And so that's, it's not like this from the 60s. I'm just talking about the uh, the the play that I just heard. I don't yeah. know about the content. The book might be different. The m- book might have more layers to it. Maybe this even has more layers to it. I'm just saying, like, there's a f- there's a feeling of just like this kind of corniness, mm-hmm. um, and it it really like. But you go, all these people survived World War II. You know, all these adults who were making this shit. Right. So they weren't, like, they weren't sheltered, naive people. Mm-hmm. But they're making product that feels sheltered and naive. It's like they're, yeah. the whole period is defined by this, like, we're just going to put this, like, plastic. Uh, that's probably what the reaction by 
the boomers was mm. but like this is all bullshit fake we're gonna make shit that's real and that's why you get like you know the late 60s 70s happen right because it's like fuck that shit but like it's mm. just so weird to hear it because it's just like well musicals Lord. especially have a real quaint quality I know, like you think about something like Oklahoma, where it's just oh like, God. Do, 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 look at the fucking crow circling in the air. My just- so we went to see Oklahoma. My parents took my sister and me to see Oklahoma. We were teenagers, right? And we were so bored. It's so and, boring. Yeah, and my pa- this is like a thing that was we. My sister brought this up all the time in our family. My parents blamed it on us being from the mtv generation <laughs> we did not ever let them live that one down i walked out are we of, still the mtv generation i think so but i uh i'm not proud of this but i walked out of annie get your gun at intermission i had i don't know why it's a, i cannot remember why i had a single ticket to annie get your gun but i was just like i can't i can't with you yeah like i'm trying to think of one single musical Pre West Side Story that I like, mm. you know, there's songs. I mean, yeah. there's songs here and there. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it's all bad, but like, I kind of can't get with mu- musicals until uh, Sondheim and this sort of this sort of change happens. Is West Side Story Sondheim? He did lyrics. Mm. He wrote the lyrics. Um, we saw West Side Story, and I did not. I was not dazzled by that. Although, well, thank you for taking me. I feel like. You could probably s- can you I mean, do like was, a stage whisper? I'm sure he was a really nice guy. I just think that the vocals. Do you think he listens? The vocals weren't there, so it was. Yeah. It's like, um, and you know, it's not like a perfect musical. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least there's like meat on the bone with that one. You know, there's, there's lots of great songs. You're a jet. Song. You're a jet. Well, there's lots of great catchy tunes, yeah. and there's like a story that's kind of dark and mm. it, 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 it's got some thoughts you know it's got some things happening my fair lady has some things happening it is a trenchant well, i feel like critique of genteel okay. culture the rebut to what i'm saying i think would be that because of the Hayes code and all of that yeah there was this wa- whitewashing not mm. racially but right. just uh oh, just making everything taking all of that stuff out. I understand why it happens. Yeah. And that it's all there though. Mm -hmm. And some people who love it are like, no, but you, you need to see how it was that these screenwriters and directors and actors were putting that in there Mm -hmm. without it be in a very subtle way. Right. And, And I can, I can appreciate that, but it just still feels like, you know, what's corny. It feels corny. Yeah. You know what's interesting about the Hayes Code? I didn't, growing up watching old movies, I thought men and women who were married slept in two twin yeah. beds. Like, I didn't realize that, that was the just a dream, thing. by the way. So we, but not the twin. Even just by yourself, you'd get. You, we I need, get, we need we two king beds. beds. I, I don't need a king. I need a two. I could do a queen. Two, two queens. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, Wait, maybe, I have a question. maybe separate houses, even. I have a question, what mister. About that? Listen, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want a separate bed from me? I know why I want a separate bed from you. You snore. But uh, why do you, what do you, what's your bi- issue with me? I didn't say it had to do with sleeping. 
What? I'm saying maybe a separate residences. No, but but it, yeah, but I just want to like rewind to where you just wanted your separate queen no, bed I, in the same room as me. It honestly, well, because I was joking. The okay. truth is that it doesn't. Uh, it wouldn't affect me one way or the other because I, as soon as I fall asleep, that's it. The only thing that wakes me Did up in the say, middle of the night is our son. Did you say one way or the other? Don't with me. Because this is the second time you said it. I always thought it was one way or another. It but you've is. now twice said one way or the other. That's how I've always said it that way. I, I the meaning is okay. the same. Our way. son Elliot says Valentine's, and we we actually corrected him in a nice way. And he then he has reverted back back to Valentine's, and I'm okay with that. Um, is it supposed to be one way or the other, or one way or another? So well, I always assumed it was one way or another, but now you're beginning to make me question it in the same way that I learned that the phrase "card shark" is actually "card sharp." It's supposed to be "card sharp." Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know, that. and. Wait, so if someone you, is a card sharp? Yeah. So what does sharp mean? Like you're, sh- it means the same thing. They are a sharp, like as a noun? Yeah, you're sharp at cards. I guess, I don't know. No, but that's a, not a noun. You can be sharp, but or you can't be a sharp. Don't make me Google more. And then also, if you think that, you've got another think coming. Think it's supposed to be you have another think coming. Well, yeah, these this have is changed. That these, was interesting. But the, but card sharp is the same. Like it is now accepted to say card sharp. Well, and is it like think, think coming where yeah. it it was a word people used to use that fell out of use? Oh, I don't know. People used to say have a think. Have and a so think ha- on it, yeah. And and so that, that made sense. No one says that anymore. So now they think it's right. Have a, you have another thing coming. Now they think it's you never have another thing coming. Huh. But, so I was the, making a joke, but then extra syllables crept in. But the card sharp was a sharp something that now no one knows what the fuck that means. And so they just, All right, fine. They go to shark. Card sharp. If you're going to be throwing this stuff into the ring, you've got to be able to. Card sharp is a person who cheats at cards in order to win money. Which is correct? Card shark or card sharp? Card sharp is correct, but seeing it spelled card. La, 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 um, what about card chart? <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. That has become correct. Um, listen, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what is a sharp? It's a needle. Um, that's what you want me to Google. What is a sharp? Sharp is a noun. Oh, what is a sharp in betting? Yeah. A sharp is someone who knows what they are doing in sports betting. There, thank so you. So it's like a um, hustler. Okay, so that's just a word I've never or heard a, before. A ringer, yeah. Um, sharps are informed, experienced, successful sports bettors. They might be professional bettors, but that doesn't have to be the case. Often sharps place bigger bets. Interesting. I'm like a podcasting sharp. <laughs> yes, you are. But some might think they're saying podcasting shark, and then mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. Like a cunt, and it's like, shut the fuck up. I know those assholes. And welcome <laughs> to the Sharp Tank. <laughs> right? Sharps, I'm out. Yep. Yeah. So listen, we got some stuff. All right. Uh, I have a quick just mirror, everyone. We have a lot of calls, and I have a riddle slash 
brain teaser to run by you, and I don't know if it's a good one or not. I think it's not. Probably not. Because it, I, I, I saw it online last night, and then people in the comments were kind of like, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, that's but it's still, definitely worth talking about then. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's let's talk about what you are. <laughs> Has anything about. happened since the last time we've been on this show together that we could talk about? When was the last time we did this? Oh, I had to get a root canal. You had to get a root canal. Yeah. No, you. They don't. Do they know that you basically were in crazy historic amounts of pain for like four straight days? It was more than it's. It been on and off for a month. Actually, two months. Actually, yeah, it was wild. <clears throat> Um, but then it got really bad uh, for about four days. Now, when you say historic, what do you mean? Like the well, most in the pain history I've... of you. Oh. <gasps> okay, so you're making it. So you're centering me because I want it to no. be. I'm, I'm kind of joking. You center yourself, and I'm just going along with it. I want it to be in the history of anyone experiencing anything. Well, it certainly qualifies from your category, from the Allison Rosen category. Here's your entry. You know, it's funny. I was on TikTok the other day and uh, I was in, in some comments, not fighting with anyone. And it was about like the pain of labor. And then someone was saying um, in the comments, like, this is freaking me out. I'm giving birth in, you know, <laughs> two weeks or something. And then pe- people were kind of trying to talk her down. And someone said, honestly, a toothache is worse. And I like chimed in to say, yes, I have given labor, given birth twice. And still, the worst pain I've ever felt was a toothache. And that was before... Hear that, fellas? <laughs> Don't let them fucking pull the wool over your eyes. They try to get all kinds of sympathy, and then the truth comes out later. It wasn't that bad. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. Yeah, I I was having some pain on the right side of my face. Like, been kind of for a couple months. Uh, and I assumed it was the Invisalign because when I took the it, when I would take the bottom tray out, if I left it out for too long, then I would begin to feel it, which doesn't really make sense. But I was like, right. my teeth must be, you know, freaking out or whatever. Um, and then uh, my orthodontist did a panoramic X-ray. By the way, when other people talk, oh my god, <laughs> something just went into my eye. How you have your glasses on? It's probably a hair. When anyone else talks about anything involving dental matters, not only do I find it boring, I almost feel like personally attacked. Like, don't do this to me. I agree. (laughs) So go on about your dental matters, please. Uh oh. The thing, the the situation with my eye, I don't know. Okay, we're going to have to pause. Okay, I'm back. Tony inserted drum roll for everyone to find out what was going on in my eye. Daniel? Yes. Are you ready to know what was in my eye? Tell me. It was a, an eyelash. You were like, I think it was a bug. I was like, it was an eyelash. You're like, I think it was a bug. That sounds exactly like me. Um. Well, you got it, though. Yeah, I did. You know why? Because I have that. I asked you to install that magnifying mirror in the bathroom, like the kind they have in a hotel. Mm-hmm. I use it like 600 times every single day. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend it highly enough. I have that mirror in my Amazon shop, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. If you go there, you'll see there's like different um, lists or categories or whatever. And I think I even, I forget which one it's in. You'll find it. It's one of the 
one of the first ones, but also all the um, product picks from guests, yeah. which is now like There's a really nice bundle of stuff of recommendations from guests. I just bought the e-cloth. Yeah, that Todd try Cooper. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I think it was Todd. Cooper said it wrong for a second. Anyway, as I was saying, the story within the story within, or the tangent oh, beyond yeah. the, were, the meta tangent. You were about tangent. to wrap it up. You are about to wrap it up. Yeah, I think I'm done podcasting, guys. You know, wrap up this story, right? No, I was just beginning to, to. I was beginning to tell a story that I already don't think I should tell. Just yeah, it, it turned point, out it was no. Just, don't you? Out, no. <laughs> it turned out that no. is the beginning of the sentence. Oh, it turned out that I forgot to tell you what happened at the very beginning. Uh, it turned out that let me back up. Uh, so yeah, when other people tell me dental stories, I'm like, no. So I feel chagrined that when I had to get two crowns, sorry guys, you know, eight years ago or something, six years ago, six years ago, I told that whole saga on the show. Yeah. And then I was asked to be the guest monologist or monologist, monologist, you know, that is, Mm -hmm. do you know it based on your ability to figure out what words mean? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) At, um, Pretty Pretty Pony, which is an improv group featuring uh, a bunch of people, including Janet Varney. Uh-huh. And they asked me to be the guest monologist, uh-huh. which is basically you just tell a story off the top of your head. Uh-huh. So I told a, like a story about having to get the, the, oh the story the story of the crowns, which I think I hope I inserted some like lighthearted bits. But like, oh, my God, lady, give it up and shut up. Is how I feel about myself. That so, being said, they did ask me back like a handful of times and I was unavailable each time to the point where they stopped asking me back uh, because it's like, I, I feel bad about that. But um, anyway, so I guess they must not have been like, oh my God, she, all she talks about is her teeth. Anyway, so it turned out that. <laughs> so it turned out that that happened like six years <laughs> ago, but <laughs> pain on and off. Uh, the orthodontist took a panoramic x-ray oh god I'm oh, we getting really st- are at the beginning of the story <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we don't need to know about the x-rays huh well oh no i you know what you're right you know what i there's a book yes a story by uh borges mm. do you know who that is mm-hmm. about a man who cannot synthesize he re- he remembers everything. Oh, okay. He remembers every single thing. Mm-hmm. Similarly, my mom does not remember every single thing, but when she tells a story, she tells it in real time. So he was like, what's her name from Taxi? <laughs> yes, Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner. Sometimes I fear that I too give so many fucking details and it's like, just synthesize. Do you, do you want to know what I think? Yeah. I just think you have a hard time recognizing what's interesting about a story <laughs> so you just tell you see you just figure i will cover the all the ground and the interesting parts will be there <laughs> oh my god this is what i do with so much mm-hmm. so much of my stuff is like here's an excessive amount of this thing you pull the wheat from the chaff mm-hmm. <sighs> it's real it's real lazy we call it undisciplined, but yes. <laughs> um, but here's the here's the best part of this. There's actually uh-huh. not any interesting parts in it. <laughs> no, uh, I bet you I could find some interesting parts. <laughs> Can you punch this up? But but I think what it is 
if I were to actually, uh, I what I'm, what I'm saying is what was modeled for me in the house I grew up in. You know my mom. Are you talking about origins now? The origin of why I am this way. Okay. I tr- look. I, I try to synthesize. I try to get to the point. But the problem is, you didn't have this modeled for you. I've never seen it done. Yeah, <laughs> never seen it done. <laughs> Literally, never was your dad seen it not done. a good raconteur? No, he was. He was. I feel like to the extent that you're good at this, maybe you know, maybe that's where it comes from. No, no disrespect to your mother, but I think your dad was. Yeah. Uh, the storyteller. Well, this one goes out to my mom. <laughs> This is more the kind of story she would tell. I'm I'm gonna get there. Anyway, I thought perhaps I was like, this is not coming from my so teeth. You had, the pain was summarize. so bad. Wait, wait, wait. So because I'm sure nobody has any clue what you're talking about anymore. You had this pain, you <laughs> I went had to the pain in my they found face. nothing. No they said it was nothing. It could... Yeah. They said it was nothing. They didn't see anything. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh and then it started getting better, and then it started getting worse again. To, now, this is when I was putting water bottles in the freezer and then holding them against my face and like trying all these different things. I took lidocaine cream and rubbed it on the outside of my face. You that couldn't nothing. identify exactly where it, it was, was coming from. It was in my from. cheekbone. It was in my jaw. And the it was like was shooting around up to my the eye. eyes. Yeah. yeah, not less in my eye, but it was so intense. I couldn't really, th- I was like a, felt like a nine or 10 on that pain chart of the different faces. And you I know? kept thinking, sounds like a, a root canal. Yeah, it really does. And having experienced the pain that precedes a root canal, yes. I was like, this that's what this feels like. And but at this point it was moving all around. Like it did it wasn't in my teeth. That's what was so weird. So I was like I made an appointment with a neurologist. Well, you looked I, up online and, the, and found something that you thought it was. Trigeminal neuralgia, also called the suicide disease. Because it's so bad. Right. So I made a point with a neurologist. And then, miraculously, it did settle like in one tooth. And I'm like, okay, I can cancel that appointment. It's clearly a tooth thing. So I called the... (laughs) Guys, don't give up on me. I'm so sorry. I'll never do this again to you. I called the dentist. (laughs) I'll just do it to Daniel. Remember the dentist that did these two crowns from the original story? So for Uh, anyone who's been following me for a long time... This is the genesis of the drop. I miss my tooth peaks. This is that guy. And I did not have a great Full feeling. circle. Yeah, I didn't have a great feeling about him, to be honest. And I can go into the details, but I, as a gift, Please I don't. won't. Yeah. <laughs> but he's that's, a, a, that's like your reverse Patreon. Yeah. You'll hear that on the, on the place where you get punished. Yeah. Um, Patreon hell. Like it's like for people who are haters who who yes. or you know have somehow done something wrong. So he's in Burbank, and I'm like it's so close. I am not right now. I go to a dentist in Orange County. I'm not going to drive to Orange County to find out. It's not my t- so anyway. Uh, called him over the weekend. I came in. At, they were able to get me in at 9 a.m. on Monday. Took an X-ray. It is your tooth. You need a root canal. Uh, and he had had a cancellation that morning. So I was like, let's just do it. And boom. Because that's the thing about this kind of discomfort. The, if they were like... The discomfort of hearing the story? <laughs> yeah. If they were like, we need to take the tooth out and also take off your arm, I'd be like, let's just do it. I let's know. just get Pain, it underway. For anyone who's had like yeah. that kind of intense, never-ending pain, you you get like how people want to just euthanize themselves <laughs> it's just yeah all you can think about it's 
Yeah. The only thing that made it go away was holding a hot, like a hot something on my face or continuously having a mouthful of water in my mouth and swishing it around. Well, but anyway, I'm all better now. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Um, took care of it. Uh, anyway, that happened. Yeah. That happened. That happened. Let's listen to a call. Yeah. Okay, so Allison and Daniel, this is Jason from Edmonds, Washington, just north of Seattle. Favorite smell? Oh, yeah. So I put out a different call for uh, topics, a different Mm -hmm. topic. I'm going to sneeze. I might sneeze. But there were some that we didn't get to last time. So hence this one on favorite and least favorite smells. And surprising smell. Every time I pass a dead skunk and smell that skunk smell, maybe it's not dead even. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that's uh, that's a live skunk. My, I think my no, a dead skunk will still will have the smell too. Now, why is that? Well, it's not like the chemical only is think, produced while they're alive. It's if they die, you'll it'll release. It'll be in their body still. Right, but like, let's say a skunk just walks through the yard. You're not gonna smell it, right? Skunks, no, you will. You will. I thought I mean, the smell is when they spray it. Well, it's more intense when they spray it. Are you a skunkologist? No, but they ha- there are skunks in LA. You can smell them. You can smell when a skunk is nearby. I think that's because they've sprayed. No. All right. I smell the skunk smell. I just love it. Um, I think it's because I grew up kind of in a farm town, and it just reminds me of home. It's kind of weird. So other people in the car are often wincing, and I'm just delighted. So that's my favorite. I don't. I mean, uh, one of my favorite. I don't know about least. I guess my least favorite else is flowers. But uh, it's all I got. Again, Jason Edmonds, north of Seattle, Quants Method out. Nice. Just was that just Jason. a shout out for Quants Method, or no? He's, he's, he's saying, saying the name, the name sandwich. It's the name, name sandwich. sandwich. But the Quants Method for you're right. It's sorry. I'm sorry. That was a Quants. I think I suffered brain damage from yeah. the pain because I don't think I bounced back fully. No, you haven't. Um, yeah, that's interesting. When bad smells, you have Smell like good, good associations yeah. with them. My my dad really liked the smell of gas stations. Yeah, gasoline. Yeah, that's one Not of those. Not I. I get, I get it. Like the smell of paint and paint thinner, I kind of like mm. uh, to get high. <laughs> um, what else? What other bad smells smell good to you? I mean, occasionally your own fart is kind of like. No, nah, but that's different. You can't say farts because you don't like it's only your farts. own fart. You're but right. Qualitatively, your fart is no different. I mean, yours are different, <laughs> but like, you know, a fart is a fart. No, it's not a rose by any other name. Anyway, every fart is a snowflake. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Elise calling from Melbourne, Florida. Um, we recently moved here from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and a huge change. I realized yesterday I was talking to my husband and I had this epiphany where I feel like I'm constantly in a room with people who all feel the same way, um, but I don't feel that way. And that is a very Florida to me. That's just how, how it feels here. Everybody has very strong opinions and to me, they are wrong. So that's how it's going. Uh, favorite smell? Um, probably f- fresh 
baked bread a popular or one. like any food it's cooking uh, like food and or smell cat pee like 100% cat pee all right have a good day bye cat pee is intense yeah and I, I cat shit it. i don't love the smell of urine of any sort i don't uh, i don't like it you know that smell if you're in a, ammonia, like a, in a in a elevator yeah public elevator downtown and you're like oh this drunk people peed in this elevator mm. uh i don't like that smell either do you love the smell of an outhouse perhaps or <laughs> even an airplane bathroom always has a urinary scent no i hate all of those smells of course now do you think airplane bathrooms are so messy because of turbulence or just because people are just like what's wrong with people them? are messy in general yeah, after after a couple hours when people have used it, no, one, it's not like they have maids going in there and cleaning it up every hour, you know? This so is true. Um, but wait, uh, moving to Florida, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, we're going to need more. We're going to need to and know where why. In Florida? Why? She said Melbourne. Or Mel- I don't know where that is. I don't either. Look we're going to need to know wh- why you moved to a place where everyone has an opinion that you think is wrong. Florida is... Uh, I would say the move from Minneapolis to Florida, like Minneapolis summers mm. are very humid. Stuffy? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really like hot and humid. And so I, it's kind of a lateral move on that ground to Florida. But like the culture in Florida, I mean, mm. is, is, is I just. Florida is considered like a beautiful vacation destination for many people or it was for I think a time. that's an east coast feeling totally i think if you've been to the west coast you're disabused like remember when my dad didn't want us to go to hawaii <clears throat> because that's oh, a long story and he suggested maybe florida i have spent a lot of time in florida too much time many would say mm. where uh well my cousins are were from Panama City, where I, I went there when I was young, and then my grandparents retired from Philadelphia to Palm Coast, which is near Flagler, south mm-hmm. of like Jacksonville, near whatever. I feel da- like you're trying to impress me with Florida names. Daytona. No, I'm trying to orient to anyone who's in Florida mm-hmm. who might know the area because they might not know F- Palm Coast. I don't know anything. Uh, Flagler. That's where Ariana Maddox is from. Really? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I spent a lot of time there, you know, uncle from Miami. I, I just, I don't, I have another uncle who lived in Jacksonville. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Lots of family down there. Yeah. Is the say, is what I'm saying. You're indigenous to Florida. No, God, no. Hi, Allison. Susie calling from the DC area. I'm stopping the pod and leaving a message because I can't, I'm driving and I can't type. But I'm listening to the Thursday show, today's Thursday, uh, and you guys are talking about the roasted pig. And I don't remember if it was a thing, but a friend of mine who lives in College Park, Maryland, has a neighbor, has a neighbor, he's still there. So for anyone who doesn't know, on the Thursday show I was saying, do you guys remember when like having a pig roast was a thing that everyone was doing? Mm -hmm. And... It seemed that no one remembered. Who was a caterer, and he invited us to what he called a pig picket, um, where he roasted or barbecued a whole pig, a big, I mean, not an enormous pig, but 
significantly large, and the whole block was invited to come and pick meat off the pig oh, and no. enjoy it with, you know, potato salads and other things like this. Um, it was weird. Yeah. He called it annual, but I was not invited back for another one. Uh, it wasn't my neighbor, so <laughs> maybe my friend was, but very strange. Um, anyway, love the show. Again, Susie from the D.C. area. Take care. Bye. I can't eat pork. Thank you, Susie. I pretty much no. cut that out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I won't eat pork. I don't know. It's just, you know, we all have that line in our heads where you kind of go, I can eat this, I can't eat that, and that's just, I can't. I like pigs too much. I follow a lot of cute cows online. I know. Have you seen Highland cows? They're like fluffy and yes, they're I know. really cute. I do. They're really cute. It's tough. Cows are getting tough too, although beef... Um, it's, it's a tough one to give up. Allison and Daniel, this is Josh, the respiratory therapist from Central California. And I just wanted to call and tell you guys I appreciate you guys um, currently dealing with a shingles flare-up. He sounds like he's... He'll appreciate my sto- my valiant story of tooth pain because shingles is supposed to be shingles pretty gnarly. Shingles is really yeah. painful. At 38 years old, Ugh. and it's 11.41 p.m. here, and I can't sleep because it is uncomfortable. Um, beside that, I wanted to say pushing the Patreon and less ads is pretty effective because... That's my... It makes it sound like I did this like by design. <laughs> I said to the my, grand you know what? I said to my ad people, I said, guys, do not do no more ads, no more. I just want people to support me directly on Patreon. So I know you are be. I know there's a lot of ads I could have right now. Turn them away. Yeah, Bud Light. No thanks. No thank you. I am this close to becoming a patron. Do it. Um. I can't think of any brain teasers or riddles. I just wanted to call and tell you guys I appreciate you and thank you for all the laughs. I've been listening since the Corolla days. And that's it. Josh from Central California. Even in the midst of his shingulation, he Josh, did the name sandwich. We appreciate you, Josh. We appreciate you. Thank God, you I want you so to feel much. better. Does that shingles like is that treat curable? Like, well, now they have a shingles a... vaccine. Um, it's a virus, right? It's the I believe it's the chickenpox virus, and you could, it's like if you had chickenpox, then you, you can get shingles later Ugh. or something. I, uh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. Yeah, I hope you're uh, feeling better. Boy. That call, tell me, this is a JMO. Mm-hmm. That call had a quality about it that reminded me of like s- those phone calls that we all used to have a long time ago where you're like sitting on the phone for hours talking to someone late at night. Does that even happen anymore? I don't know. But I don't think they would have that quality because everyone's on iPhones now and those just have like a that different relaxed, audio quality. Just relax. Yeah, just like you're right there with them. I feel like you and I have had maybe like one phone call like that in our life. We've had like one phone call. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Even when we were seeing each other at the beginning, I I, I think I got a, I called you once. Yeah, and I'm you, sorry. We've talked about that before. You acted just horrified <laughs> and 
like frankly, you you acted insulted that I had called you. You were you were annoyed and pissed that I had called you. I did that. I dared. It which, wasn't which I. It wasn't that. I honestly, when people call me, get it? when people call me now, I am. It is like what the fuck? What the fuck? Like who? Who? Why are you calling me? Text you know, me. Email me. You know what I find a little bit like irksome. Hmm is people who text to say, hey, can I ask you a question? They're like, just send the question. Oh, when they announce I have a question or a question. Yeah. I know, it's, but that's more of a just like... You know what? It's actually not, hey, I have a question. It's, hey, I just dealt with someone who would text, hi, how are you? I want to ask you something. It's like, well, go ahead and ask. I think, well, who knows? I think people might do that because it feels too... Too much to Assum- just, just yeah. throw a question at somebody. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you need that like yeah. sort of entryway. I might do that too. But this I, is I someone that I was this was someone that I was scheduling appointments with. Yeah. I don't know. It, like I feel like if it's like someone that I'm dealing with, you know, on Instagram or something who doesn't know me, that's different. But this is like the question was just could we do this day instead of this day? Mm. So like, let's go ahead and send that. Sure. It's similar to how Elliot will say, daddy, daddy. And then wait to get my attention before And then saying. he asked the question, which is taxing. But he's he's working on it because I reminded him this morning he, to just say like, mommy, da-da-da-da. Because it, it's interesting. It's weird how it's like very um, taxing is the only word I can feel okay using lest he ever hear this. Um, it's taxing to have someone constantly... Uh, need you to look at them and say yes, and then they say something. It's I'm, like double the work. I'm more and more convinced that he, our son himself, is a CIA op. <laughs> He's an op put in our house to break to break me down psychologically. It's possible. Listen, there's something I want to say. Oh, Josh, so expertly. You know how I was the queen of segways. But I'm not anymore because right. I don't have practice because there's nothing to segue to. Right. Josh is the king of segues. Yeah, move over, Paul Blart. <laughs> the former king of seg- segues? He he drove a segue. Okay. Come on. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen poster. that one. By the way, someone tweeted this. I always think about this when I think of Paul Blart. I think it was maybe Danny Gould. It was like, they missed the perfect opportunity with a sequel to call it Mall Cop Blart 2. <laughs> it's <laughs> anyway, true. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, you may have noticed. I haven't been segueing a lot. You may have noticed there's a lack of ads. Uh, I've certainly noticed it because it's how uh, this ad supports this ad. It's how this pot. Anyway, not a lot of ads coming in right now. It's real thin times. So this podcast has truly become a labor of love. Although... Uh, no one's going to love this one because I talked about teeth for so long. But what I'm saying is, if you like this podcast, uh, there's a way you can support it directly because I'm not getting support from ads right now and I hope this turns around. Um, anyway, I rely on your direct support now via Patreon. So a lot of people have stepped up and signed up for Patreon. Thank you, Thank you so much. And again, if you're not in a position to do it, I totally get it. It's it's rough out there right now. But if you are, do it. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, yeah, it helps so much. Thank you so much. Or, or also Substack. 
allisonrosen.substack.com. I told Allison, if she can't get to a certain level, then I'm cutting her off. No more. She can't podcast anymore. She's got to go get a job, <laughs> like a real job. So help her make her quota. Speaking of, uh, I haven't been posting link. I've been writing for Upworthy and I haven't been posting links to all my Upworthy stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess because it's like not very Allison Rosen voicey. It's like Upworthy right, It's not voice. on brand. It's not off brand. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like if someone who who's, likes to read the stuff that I write clicks on something and then it's like there's not any of me in there, hmm. then... You know, it's fine, but it's, but I did recently, I, last night I posted a link to one of them uh, because I felt like it was, had some voice to it. Mm. And um, yeah, it was about foods that we ate a hundred years ago mm-hmm. that we're still eating today. Mm. But here's the, like some of the most popular foods we ate in 1924. But the really weird thing that I found was they all sound like 70s things. Like what? Like if I said to you, and this is kind of how the story starts, if I said to you deviled eggs, baked ham, chicken a la king, jello, what era would you think I'm talking about? Just say 70s. So, 70s. That's right. But no. I would think 60s actually, but yes. Well, still. You're still uh, way off. Wait, they had jello in the 20s? Oh, yeah. Interesting. And they I used feel like it, it in like all kinds of. jello. It was like used in aspics and in salads and in seafood. I mean, it was savory and it was sweet. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the 20s. Were All right. right, I have a just mirror, everyone. Hmm. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I hate. When I have to enter a time or number in something, and it's usually just time, I guess, and there is a fucking slider. I hate the slider. I just want to be able to type in the time. And you see this on a calendar, for example, on the iCal or whatever it is on my phone. Like, I hate having to scroll around and find like 4 p.m. And then also on when I upload my podcast, it's also a slider there. So you have to like scroll or whatever. I, I agree. What's the benefit? Oh, and then also at any sort of like the Weight Watchers app from whenever I was doing that, you have to scroll to like enter the, um, you know, the measurement or the whatever. Right. It's like, just let me type it in. What is the point of the scroll? That's a good question. I, I if think there's any UX people out there. I think sometimes it's like that. Um, there's a there's a word for it where digital things that are made to look like real world things. Yeah, I know. I forget the word too, um, but I know exactly what you mean. But and yeah. some of it, I think, some of it is that where it's just like, hey, look, it's like uh, those old things where you just you know use your finger to find the well, like on a clock or something, but. You know those clocks where they have the flip, the flip, flip I know flip. exactly what you mean. But the thing about a paper calendar, you don't have to scroll. You just write the number. Yeah. And the problem is like often when I'm doing a year for my, like my birth year, 
Oh uh, yeah, I know. And it's like, now uh, we're like scrolling for two I gotta minutes, go, and then I'll and, and then it'll start going real fast. And now I'm like in the 1930s, <laughs> and now I gotta scroll yeah. back. It's just like I, I could have just typed it in. Right. It's not hard. Are they thinking that we forget, and so we need to get into the ballpark? Well, I think on some of those, it limits the choices. So it's like, but, even, but if you type the wrong, th- if you type the wrong thing into a field, no, it prevents people you. from making typos. Like it, uh, it keeps it, it keeps it in a, um, it's like a gate. Yeah. Like you can only choose these. So no one's going to, you might type, you might put in the wrong year, but you're not going to type something that's just not usable. Like fart. Yeah. You're not going to put like a letter where a right. number should be or something. Uh, or you won't accidentally put like born in 9,173, you know what I mean? I see. I think, I think that a lot of that's times... Probably that's probably what, what it, is. it is, because I'm realizing it, like, in a calendar, if you put four, then it, like, populates the 4 p.m. field. But that, too. So if you were to write some time that's not an actual time, then it would be confused. Okay, I guess I get it, but... Is there a workaround? Is there some program? Oh my God, both my eyes are really itchy right now. What what can be done about it? Because I can't stand it. Eye drops. No, what can be done about the slider? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That is unacceptable to well, me. Well, you could... I, okay, no, there is something you could do about it. Mm. Use a paper calendar? No. Uh, start putting more effort into this podcast. <laughs> okay? Build it up. Mm-hmm. Usurp... Joe Rogan. Oh. Take take your hundreds of millions mm-hmm. uh and parlay that into trillions um or billions and then buy Apple. See? Now that's actionable. That's what I'm saying. There is a path. It's just, you know, do you have the mm, the the cojones? Gravitas. Yeah. Wherewithal. The courage. The grit. The grit. To to do do. what needs to be done. I don't know if I do. Uh, I'm now covering both eyes. There's the mic. And I found it with my lips. Okay. We have so many more calls. I think I'm going to, but I think we are going to end with this riddle that I told you about. Uh, And I should tell you guys on the next Thursday show, we played some of these calls and we also got back into old school just mirror everyone's that people send in. So send them and in. And it was that's not where I was going with this, but yes, that too. Uh but it was such a nice feeling to be back in the swing of doing listener submitted just mirror everyone's. So I do want to get back into that. So you could you know what at this point when someone sends me a just mirror everyone I just screenshot it and I put it into a folder on my phone. So uh, however you care to communicate with me, that's where you can submit your just me or everyone. I'm not going to limit it like I used to. I'm not going to put a scroll on it, if you will. What's that? I'm not going to put a scroll on it, if you will. Mm. Everything is blurry. Cause mm. I, it's when you push on your eyeballs, you get a real case of blurry eyes. I went to the DMV today. Why are you waiting until the last minute for this gold? Everyone talks about the DMV as being this, like, especially conservatives, they talk about, like, you want everything to be like the DMV. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Tell me more. Well, I, I just feel like we've all accepted this idea that the DMV is the worst experience. Oh, yeah. my God. And it's like, 
Nah, it really wasn't. It was super efficient. I got everything done very in a very short amount of time. You know, I went there and it was real fast for me too. Have the has the question for everyone. Have DMVs gotten better or have we just had good luck lately? I think they've installed some some things that have made it easier like that you can get into Scroll. virtual queues, you Scrolls. can make appointments. But like uh yeah, uh not that big a deal. So I went to a social security office recently mm -hmm. and uh, that was super speedy and fast too. And you know what my, what I do now? What? Uh, maybe it's a post COVID thing when I'm at a place. Oh, I want to guess. Give me right, like a category. Uh, what I do now post COVID. <laughs> that's the category. Uh, With regards to. Use hand sanitizer. Uh, when I when going to a place where I have to deal with people who are working at a place, oh, you like talk to them and you're super nice. I address them like human beings. Mm -hmm. What did you used to do? Grunt? No, sometimes you just go up and you just do your business. I was never rude, but you know, it's like you treat them like they're ATMs. Right. You know what I mean, right. Like here's the thing, punch mm -hmm. in the thing, you get the thing, and you go. Yeah. Um. Then you make you make a few jokes, right? Sometimes, or I'll just like. Go, like, how, how how are you doing? How's your yeah. day? Oh, that's nice. Now, often I get it. Like when you're working, you're like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> you don't care about my fucking yeah. day. So I don't ask it in a way. Right. That, like when, when a grocery person asks you if you found everything you were looking right, for. Right. So I don't, I try not to ask it in a way where it's like, no, no, really tell me. You know? <laughs> but it's like, I keep it light, a little banter. Sure. And honestly. Just turn on the riz. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I make their fucking week. I make it. They're, I see that. I see their eyes light up. I see color return to their face. <laughs> I, w one of the ladies, because I had to deal with her. Too bad you can't hook she, them up to like an EKG while you're. Doing after this. speaking to me, I saw her glance down at a picture of her grandchildren. She was appreciating her own life again. Oh my god, it's like it's a wonderful life. And all I did was mm -hmm. ask her how her day was, and all she said was, "It's Friday." <laughs> But that simple exchange. Did she really look at her grandchildren? No. <laughs> um, but while you're like dazzling them with your genuine interest in them for once. Are I you saw also, them as human beings. Are I you, recognized they were a human oh on the other God. side of this counter. You are an angel. Are you also outside of yourself looking at yourself going like, look at me look at spreading guy. sunshine. Totally. <laughs> That's my problem. Well, with it's not also. Kind of exchange. It's not also. It's only. <laughs> my consciousness is behind their head mm -hmm. looking at, back at myself right like i will be i remember remember when we went to that reynolds that reynolds place in north hollywood where you were when you were into molding stuff and I had yeah, to buy, it's like, like uh casting supplies yes it's a real like it's awesome. art it's store for places. nerds no it's a it's a place where people in the industry special effects props people go to get the materials to make props and special, like do special effects makeup. Basically for... what I said. Okay. It's those in the know and in the know of nerdy things. All right. So this woman was, I was getting stuff for you. Why was I Reynolds doing that? Reynolds Advanced Materials yeah. is the name of the place. Look it up. It's fun. Ram. I was checking stuff out, but, but it was for you. Yeah, I was getting, I think I was getting resin. Oh, you know what? Some silicone I was doing a podcast that was like across the street from that. And I said, I'll, I'll pick your stuff up for you. It oh. just seems like something I wouldn't do nowadays. I just don't you know why. You did a podcast across the street from that place? Yeah, I did. Who was out there? Uh, not across, I don't want to say across the street, but nearby. It was... Um, That's in Burbank, not North Hollywood. 
It's like North Burbank, like near Empire Center. Oh. Well, the podcast that I did that was near there was uh, Graham and Chris. Oh, but they moved. It was probably their old location. Okay, yes. Yes, that it was in North Hollywood. Yes, okay. But that's way the fuck out there. They had a recording. No, it was... What it wasn't right there. They were in Studio City. Oh, oh you were just close enough. Yes, but why am I blanking on the name? Oh my god, this is terrible. Earbuds was their documentary. Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini. Oh my god. Well, anyway, that was the podcast I okay. did. So, uh, she had winged eyeliner, and anyone with winged who eyeliner, did? the woman who was checking me out at the store, not uh-huh. checking me out like looking at me, like ringing up your stuff. And anyone who has winged eyeliner spends time on it. I know, because I wear winged eyeliner. And so I was standing there, and I was like, I'm going to make her fucking day. And I said, your eyeliner looks so perfect. What kind of eyeliner do you use? And I've, like, I will compliment people's makeup what or happened? eyeliner. Did she just? Well, we're best friends now. Did she melt? Oh, my, oh, yeah. She melted. She told me what she used. And we fully fucking bonded. But I walked out of there like, see, Allison? See how worth it it was? For her? No, for you. Because I felt good about spreading cheer? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. What, what, where, where are we? I cannot see. Oh, my goodness. You were going to do We got to wrap little... it up fast. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Now, it's it's like a 20 questions thing. So... A man who's drenched walks into a restaurant and orders the albatross soup. He takes one bite and then goes outside. Is that a thing, albatross soup? Or is that something you make up for the riddle? Well, it could also be albatross burger. It's just he orders the albatross. Okay. Happened to be a soup, but that's not important. You're already jumping the gun. Um, Takes one bite, goes outside and shoots himself. What happened? It wasn't good. Nope. It was so disgusting. Nope. He wanted to die. Nope. So you could ask a bunch of yes, no questions. I'll let this go what on is for albatross? like... It's a giant bird. Is that the thing that goes around your neck? I don't know. Like you have an albatross around your neck? Yes. So is it a bird around your neck? Yeah. I thought an albatross was... I always thought it was like probably some sort of like collar. No, it's a giant bird. Why would you have an albatross around your neck? I don't really know. Like, why are you carrying an albatross? This is not not germane to the riddle. Is it important that that he that it was albatross? Is it I germane? Could not. Like, could it have been tuna? Would it have changed anything if if it was? It tuna? could have been another rare animal. Now I feel like I'm misleading you. It could have been. So it could it's, have been. It's a, not germane in the way you're thinking it is. So I guess the answer is no. So it wouldn't have changed anything if it was like horse. Let's say it was horse. It could horse. have been horse. Yeah. Okay. So he came in. He was drenched. He was all wet. Mm-hmm. Was it water that he was wet with? Yes. Can you be wet with something other than water? Sure. What with cat piss? Okay. All right. So these are yes/no questions. Yes. Is the universe made up of mostly dark matter or is the universe... Would you like to know the answer? 
no, so, sorry. Is the expansion of the universe due to multi other universes like bubbles puncturing and expanding our own? Like, in other words, is it matter that's spreading the universe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is my opportunity to get yes, no questions yeah. answered. Um, is Donald Trump going to win? No. Uh, is global warming going to destroy the planet? Cannot tell you now. Are we magic April? Oh, wait. Are we magic? I'm in magic okay, April so now. anyway, all right. So back to the... Um, okay, so he's wet with water. He comes in, he, he orders uh, a rare animal sandwich. Mm-hmm. Kebab. And then he leaves and kills himself. Takes one bite and then kills himself. Takes one bite. Uh-huh. Now, if it was soup, would he take one bite or would he slurp it? He would took he slurp one it? slurp, yeah. But enough to taste the albatross. He, ta- he, t- he tasted, it was the taste. The taste of the albatross is, is the important. answer a joke? No. It's also something you might never guess. That's what the people were upset about. Is it a convoluted answer? Well, like, how, yes. How do you mean? Like, not... It's not figure... It's, it might not be figure outable without you asking questions. Does he work for uh, some sort of activist group? No. Does he like animals? Unclear. Did he have a dog growing up? I don't know. Um, is his mother still alive? I don't know. Did he have a close relationship with his father? I'm, un- I'm unsure. brother in jail why is he wet I, w- I would think is sort of okay why is he wet i don't know do you know what are some why would someone be wet <laughs> you do know oh do i you know. know why he's wet i do yeah is he wet because there was an elephant who slobbered on him nope it's water well so the slobber has water in it you told me it's water already <sighs> would you like me to just tell you uh is he near the ocean it's ocean water, yeah. Was he? Was it a wave that hit him? No. Maybe, but I don't know. Is he cold? Probably. Are they in Alaska? Maybe. Is this the 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 famed Alaska? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honey. This is. Would you is like it? to know the answer? Do I? <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the story. This is, look, I didn't invent this. I saw this online last night. Okay. So a man and two other men and a boy, that's how the story goes, were, there was a shipwreck. Uh, I forget their relationship to each other. It doesn't matter. The point is there's some men and a boy. It, this is dark, by the way. Uh, and... They are starving. They get in a shipwreck and they're starving to death. Uh, and somehow, like, there's also an albatross there and they manage to kill the albatross and they realize this is not enough meat for all of us. So, long story short, they also kill the boy and they cut all the meat, they like prepare it, cut it all up. And um, the guy is like, I. They cut up the boy? 
They've killed him to eat him. Jesus. They're going to eat the albatross and the boy. And they mix it all up. They're desperate. They're dying. Oh, I They're see. Dying. He they realized need- he ate the boy. Yes. Oh, I, I would. That was my next guess. <laughs> I actually, you should have let me ask questions. Because <laughs> I was going to say, did he, did he eat? Take the bite, go out and kill himself because he thought he had eaten a child. <laughs> well, he knew he. Had. He knew he knew at that moment right. that he had just eaten a child. Yeah, because he took he now that he's tasted the albatross, he knows that was not albatross that he ate so, on that island. So this isn't a good riddle. I know. Because I feel like the riddle should be like the pieces should all be there. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to go so far afield to get the. Because I could probably write another well, so, set of circumstances that. Yeah, you know the one where it's like, man walks into a house. There's uh, broken glass, water, and a dead body. What happened? Right. And you know that one, right? I've heard it. Do you know what the answer is? No. A fishbowl was knocked over. Yeah, but that that's better yeah. because okay. other, you could kind of figure it out. This well, don't is blame like, me. Blame TikTok. Well, no, but you brought it here into our lives. You presented it but to I, us. But it's I as pre- though you wrote it. But I presented it in a way like this might be terrible. You know, Well, like I could write I something shitty and say this might be terrible. It doesn't let me off the hook. It doesn't left you off the hook? No. <laughs> it doesn't left you off the hook? It doesn't write me off the hook either. Okay. Well, you're right. Thank you for bringing... You know what one I like? The hmm. twins. Twins and the doors. Mm-hmm. One twin always tells the truth. One t- Yeah, because you know. that's a riddle. Yeah. That's like then a logic thing that, that you've got to figure oh, out. Oh, and there's also one about like three light bulbs or something and you and light switches and you're trying to figure out which light switch goes to which bulb and you can like only turn it open and close the switches a number of times. But like, how do you figure it out? That You're right. This one sucked. I'd like to apologize to all of well, no, America it, it, and the world there's at something, large. I don't know. There's something sort of like, oh. Okay. Well, now you know what an albatross is. I do I? Well, I'm not really, but you know that it's a bird and not I know a jewelry. It's a bird. And you don't want one around your neck. You don't. Sometimes they go around people's necks. I think that I, is that you a know, thing? We're gonna do. We're gonna look up some facts about albatrosses. Like was, was that a, a, enough of a thing where the, it became a, a saying? Right. Like, were there people enough were, people carrying albatrosses around their necks? Right. God, we really don't have time, but I will. I'm just gonna look it up real fast because I can't. I can't not like know. maybe albatross salespeople who have to like carry their albatrosses around with them in the market. You know, that's a real albatross around. If you describe something or someone as an albatross around your neck, you mean that they cause you great problems from which you cannot escape or they prevent you from doing what you want to do. You know, I feel like this might have like a Greek meaning. Albatrosses have long been a symbol of mystery and fortune in literature and culture. Ancient tales suggest that their presence brings luck to seafarers. Well, now you're just sending mixed messages. Why is albatross so special? You know what? We're going to have to... What is the myth about albatross? Early European sailors believe that an albatross should not be killed for... Oh, for how is the restless souls of drowned sailors and it would bring bad weather. Superstition is not to be found oh before Coleridge's infamous rhyme of the ancient man I think it goes back to that so I think maybe if you have one around your neck that means bad luck did you because like you because you know in in ye olden times if you kill a bird you sling it around your neck did you know that the odyssey was no. was for a long time 
not written down. It was a story that people would memorize and they would have events where people would recite the entire Odyssey. Okay, here we go. It has been thought of as bad luck from an old poem where a man shoots one down and is forced to wear it around his neck oh. by his shipmates for ruining their good fortune. Got it. Now we know. Um, listen, this has been delightful. Uh, apologies again for my general countenance. I don't know if that's the right word, and I won't look it up on air. That should uh, be like the description of your podcast. Apologies in general. Apologies for my general countenance. Yes. Oh, that's good. It's so oh, that's good. good. Someone write that down so and then good. email it to me. Okay. Allison links. Allison's links. Allison's links. Just picture me with a bunch of sausages around my neck. Allison'slinks.com is where you get to everything. Please support me. Daniel, anything? Support her. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 